This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. All right. Well, right now it's all about the Fed and what they're doing. And this past week, the Fed decided to raise the interest rate again, but they backed off just a little bit, Chris. 25 basis points this time instead of 50 or 75. Do you see that as being any kind of a signal to the market that they're slowing down a little bit? Or what do you see off of that? Well, I think what the most positive signal about it is, is they're being predictable. And the market loves mm-hmm. when things go in a predictable fashion. It doesn't like surprises. So I think 100% of Wall Street was expecting a 25 basis point raise. They got it. The markets loved it, especially mm-hmm. on the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ had a banner week, and uh, in part because of strong earnings announced from Meta and some other companies. But also, you know, interest rates and inflation impact the tech markets more than the S&P and more than the Dow. So it likes it. And, you know, the markets are showing some stability. Now, the question is, how much damage will these interest rate hikes cause the overall economy? Will it slow? Will it go into a recession? Will it be a soft landing, a moderate recession? So I've got a thought formulated on where this whole thing ends up. And I think what we're going to see is a rolling recession, which means that it's not going to impact every sector of the economy all at once. The Great Recession, everything plummeted, right? It started with mortgage-backed securities and the banking crisis, but all companies were impacted, all sectors were impacted. It really was a, a meltdown. This one we may avoid by doing a rolling recession, meaning one sector at a time. As an example, real estate, it might get impacted. Mortgage rates have skyrocketed. There's been a bunch of buying out there, and real estate has increased in value substantially. So you may see a pullback from that. So, And I'm not saying that sector is going to do well or not, but that's an example of one that could be in a recessionary period where others avoid it. But mm-hmm. I think that points to having your advisory team be very active in massaging your portfolio and not leaving you in the same stocks or the same sectors or the same index funds. The other thing to avoid with your advisory team is do not have them place you in diversified index funds. So Vanguard, the largest indexed company out there, you can have balanced small cap, large cap, NASDAQ, S&P, Dow. Do not keep the same balance in your portfolio moving forward, especially if you're working with an advisor. If you're doing it on your own, uh, yeah, probably a balanced portfolio approach is the best you could do, but you're not going to be able to maximize your gains with that approach, I believe. You're going to need an advisory team that actually picks the right sector and keeps you out of those that are rolling into a recession. If you're right, Chris, and we do have a recession that affects certain parts of the economy and then other parts of the economy later on or something like that, is that why we're probably seeing all the disagreement right now and everybody's scratching their head? I I was watching the uh, people from Barron's every month. They do their roundtable discussion, and this time they were talking about the markets, and one guy said, I see bubbles in champagne, and the other guy said, I see a need for (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. I heard one guy say rattlesnakes. So I mean, Yeah, so I mean... This is maybe this is why we see so much. We've never seen a recession like this before. So we're kind of in uncharted territory. So I think that is a real need to have a financial advisor in your life so that you're keeping up with what's going on. Yeah, it points to the fact that every time you turn on the TV or every time you see the economic news, it's 
one thing's going south and the other thing is improving. Mm-hmm. You know, wages mm-hmm. and unemployment is very low still. So people are spending a lot. And what's interesting about the spending levels is now everybody's buying experiences. They're going on trips. They're not buying hard assets. So that's another area of opportunity for your advisory team to focus on where people are spending their money. So these static portfolios that Wall Street typically builds, which are you know a 60-40 stock bond split or a 70-30 or a target date fund, those I don't believe are going to maximize your potential in several areas. They're not going to maximize your potential in growth for sure because you're going to have the losers in there with the winners. It's also going to not going to protect you the way you want to be protected if this market has a bad year, either in the Dow, S&P, or NASDAQ. And the third thing it doesn't do is it doesn't generate income. So income is a great thing to focus in on right now. You want to invest for yield. So that way you're guaranteed a certain amount of return on your money, no matter what your stocks do. So if you can get dividends for three and a half, four, four and a half, five, five and a half, or six percent, that should help you to pay for your living expenses in retirement and not have to sweat the market's ups and downs. But you've got to be much more active in this economy and much more active in these markets than ever before. And that's a trend that's been going on for decades, by the way, because of the access to information and how quickly the markets move. So your advisory team should be tasked with active management, not passive management, not the buy and hold strategy. I don't believe in that anymore. And you certainly want to challenge your advisory team to break away a little bit from the traditional stock bond model and introduce other asset classes. One of the things that we can't really control is, you know, you can say, I want to retire when I'm 65. That's always been my target. I'm going to retire at 65. You get to 65 and here you are, 2023, and the markets are in turmoil. You can't control that. Can you look at your financial advisor and say, look, I'm retiring. I am ready to retire. I hope my money's ready to retire. I don't want to participate in all that business that's happening in the market and the economy and the recession and all of that. Take me out of that, Chris. Can you do that? Uh, well, I wouldn't take you out of it, but I would add two other components to your overall financial plan. I'd add a very solid protection strategy, which we call protection rotation. And then the second thing is I would adjust the portfolio to generate healthy amounts of income Mm -hmm. and do an income plan. So where Wall Street falls down is they put you in a bunch of stocks and bonds and they tell you the bonds are going to protect you and the stocks are going to grow. And over time, they keep saying, oh, so over the next five years, over the next 10 years, over your entire retirement period of 30 years, you'll do just fine. Well, that doesn't work if we have a 20% correction like we did last year or a 33% correction in the NASDAQ like we saw last year. That could potentially wipe you out if you don't have the right income plan built, and it doesn't allow you to take advantage of a falling market. So Wall Street and our listeners really need to start looking at their investment portfolio differently. You should be winning in every market, and last year was a prime example of it. Where did people win last year? They won in income. They won in higher interest rates. And we've talked about these products. But if you tweaked your portfolio and you started to do dividend investing versus high growth, high tech investing, and you focused on income generation, you came out of last year up. So I had two client meetings last week. One of the clients said, here's the problem. And they showed me their 401k statement. 
down 29% last year. Ouch. And it was her 401k, and she said, I need a solution for my 401k. And I said, you can do an in-service withdrawal, and we can bring it over to Hoffman Financial Group on the Fidelity platform, and I can manage it for you. But nobody, and she's, I think she's retiring this March or this April. Nobody who's retiring next year should be in target date funds, index funds, and you shouldn't be in your 401k. To be quite frank, you should roll all the money out of your 401k into an IRA, hire a trustworthy advisor who you communicate well with, who's very competent, is going to be active in managing your portfolio, and leave your 401k open. Keep contributing to it for the next six months or next year or next year and a half. Keep getting your matching. You don't need to close your 401k to move money out of it, but why people keep a half a million dollars in their 401k or a million dollars in their 401k or more than a million dollars in their 401k is beyond me. You have very limited choices. They're typically stocks and bond model only, and you don't get any real active portfolio planning, retirement planning, and investment management from the 401k companies from my perspective. So those are alternatives for you. Now's the time to be very active in working with your advisory team or it's time to look at hiring an advisory team if you're in the five-year window before retirement. Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to unleashyourmoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sundays at noon on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in Georgia, number 163546.